0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by a pastor on staff here at East Coast Christian Center.
1: All right, everybody! super excited about today's chapter that we're going into. I am Pastor David, and if you don't know, if you're new to the program, if you're new to Morning Breath, what we do is we read a chapter of the Bible, and and the the night before then we come to our Merritt Island location, and we read it again and we talk on the air, however that airwave might be for you. It might be a radio frequency going out to your car right now. It might be a podcast. You might be on a jog. You might be working out. You might be having a quiet time. You might be in a small group. Who knows? But we talk about it. A pastor and a co-host. Sometimes two pastors in here. Sometimes just someone that's just on fire for the kingdom and, and just doing a great work. Today, that's what we got. We got the the sound engineer, producer, the man that makes it all happen. Yeah. The the dog breeder. The no, wait. No. The, no. The legend himself, no. Nick Clementson. <laughs> the drummer. Yeah. He's the Doberman of the of the drum cage. Yeah. He is. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right. <laughs> was, I'm not, I was not even gonna let you respond to that. <laughs> was like,
0: like let's just, yeah, It's it almost like
1: I was announcing Apollo Creed coming out to the ring.
0: Yeah, I don't know who it is, and but it's from the movie
1: Rocky. But uh, okay,
0: okay, I do recognize that name. Still haven't seen it, but no, okay, I got gotcha. you. It's a good movie. I follow.
1: So, man, I'll tell you what—we're going into Jonah Four.
0: <laughs> yeah, bro, we got we got some ways you guys can get connected. First way is the East Coast app. Go ahead and download it on your um, Apple or Android, um, but Apple is better. So just go buy it. An Apple device, you know. Right. I'm just kidding. I'm not biased. Uh, you can also go to our website eccc.us, um, and both of those things you can find more info about East Coast, some events that we've got coming up. Um, you can listen to sermons that we've we've recorded and archived for however long um, till before time began. Um, right. And uh, you can also find all of our morning breath episodes. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yes. Um. And so. The last way is you can give us a call, 321-452-1060, and uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll email you or we'll send you some mail. Of,
1: yeah, we'll take care of you.
0: Yeah, we'll take care we'll of
1: We'll take you. care of We got some cool stuff going on Yeah, here. We got, a, we got a really big weekend coming up. We call it Super Serve Sunday. It's going to happen at all of our locations. We want you guys to jump in and... See what God's doing You know Get that gift That God's placed Inside of you Out of you And you know if, you are, if you're a Christian Then help bring the message Of the gospel To more people As we make the church home A place for everybody To feel comfortable Feel welcomed Worship God And hear the gospel So that's going to be Happening this week So check out Any of our locations we got two In Merritt Island One in Vieira One out in Coco And we also have A really amazing Online presence That we have uh, The streaming Of the service Going out Wait, too. Don't
0: forget Your campus avenue i know i said two i said two okay okay okay. well that second one for anyone that doesn't know is the avenue it is it
1: is we're 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 a small church with a homey feel like a uh, like a comfortable home style feel (laughs) let's jump into jonah four i'll tell you that you got me blushing now (laughs) trying to be all humble oh
0: no i was only saying because because caitlin yeah 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 yeah, Yeah, his wife is the
1: worship leader she has one of the best voices man like that girl can sing She is amazing.
0: God's gift.
1: And you're the drummer.
0: Yeah. There you go. I'm not as gifted. I feel
1: like every worship leader at our church marries the drummer. Shanna married the drummer. Caitlin married the drummer. That is two. But out of out of five, uh, yeah. like, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's like thirty percent. <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Jonah four. Jonah All right. four.
0: Am I uh, am I starting? Or you starting?
1: Um, we've got a couple chapters or a couple of verses <laughs> here. It's uh, <laughs> we We're 11, in a couple of chapters. Eleven. So how about this? You kick me off, and I'll read to verse five through verse five. All right. Well, I say unto you, read, sir. Jonah's anger at the Lord's compassion. <laughs> But to Jonah, this seemed very wrong, and he became angry. He prayed to the Lord, Isn't this what I said, Lord, when I was still at home? That is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish. I knew that you are a gracious and compassionate God, slow to anger and abounding in love, a God who relents from sending calamity. Now the Lord, take away my life, for it is better for me to die than to live. But the Lord replied, Is it right for you to be angry? But Jonah had gone out and sat down at a place east of the city. And the, they, or, or does your, you, the wait, does your start there? My has a little more. It says no, he go made it, himself go a shelter, it. sat in the shade, and waited to see what would happen to this city. Now,
0: verse six, okay, and yeah. the, and the Lord God arranged for a leafy plant to grow there. And soon it spread its broad leaves over Jonah's head, shading him from the sun. This eased his discomfort, and Jonah was very grateful for the plant. But God also arranged for a worm. The next morning at dawn, the worm ate through the stem and the of the plant so that it withered away. And as the sun grew hot, God arranged for a scorching east wind to blow on Jonah. The sun beat down on his head, and he grew faint and wished to die. Death is certainly better than living like this, he exclaimed then god said to jonah is it right for you to be angry because the plant died yes jonah re- retorted even angry enough to die then the lord said you feel sorry about the plant though you did nothing to put it there it came quickly and it died quickly but nineveh has more than 120,000 people living in spiritual darkness not to mention all the animals shouldn't i feel sorry for such a great city wow ah man
1: Wow, what a chapter. 11 verses, God not holding back, Jonah not holding back. I think we see a face of God that we don't get to see very often. And it is is incredible to, to see it in this type of scenario. Then you get to see a prophet of the Old Testament being like authentic and real and human. And notice that God doesn't back away from this relationship. God doesn't take man who is who is somewhat being obedient, all right? I'm not going to unpack all of that. Let's just, let's just chalk up Jonah to being kind of obedient. He's obedient-ish, all right? It took a little while to get him there. It's like the kids are eating the vegetables, but you had to threaten to send them to bed early and take the Xbox away. So he's eating the vegetables, but he's angry, all right? And I know for a fact you've been there. I know for a fact I've been there we're being obedient to God and we're not happy anymore. We're not for whatever the reason might be and we sometimes get the impression as Christians is that in these moments is that God somehow is going to go silent or moves away from us or maybe he knows our ungratefulness or our broken perspective and then he doesn't want anything to do with us until we somehow magically get the revelation of our brokenness and and all the things we're doing wrong inside of our heart, and then he'll come back to us. Once we've cleaned ourselves up, then God will return back to us. You know, once we've, as James would write, there's so many parallels to James here, but you know, James writes, uh, draw nigh unto God and God will draw nigh unto ye. It's like in that drawing on our end, there's almost an unspoken implication by a lot of Christians that for you to draw close to God, you got to fix your issues first then you're gonna draw close to god and then god's gonna draw close to you that is not how it works jonah gave zero concerns about fixing his issues before he was calling god out he did not care he's like see he literally tells god i told you so wow he goes to god i told you so that's scary yeah it's like (laughs) dude did you really drop that out but and this is why i'm gonna make a bold statement. And if anybody's doing a Bible study with today's chapter, I want to encourage you to, to kick this around as a question in your group. I debate that Jonah had some of the greatest faith in all of the Bible. If not, outside of Jesus, he had some of the greatest faith. Probably the only people that could probably maybe rival him might be Joshua and Abraham. He knew that God was good. He just didn't like who God was going to be good towards. That's a whole another level of faith. That's a wholly nother level of knowing who your heavenly father is, and it's like, as 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 incredible as that is, it still hit his personality that had the brokenness and caused him to go into a tailspin. And and for me, I see that sometimes with so people. he's
0: justice driven.
1: Oh, very justice driven. Okay. Yeah, and he's like, man, that's not right. It would be right. like if someone that you knew had just come out of a life of sin let's say mm-hmm. but they were the best vocalists and guitarists we had and and then i put them on the worship team
0: right and, and i'm you know, over here like working my heart out trying to get on the team and i still ain't made it on the team yet. Yeah. yeah yeah
1: but then the question comes out and i love this question and inside of it um when it goes after the i told you so in verse two he's like isn't this what i said lord when i was still at home that is what I tried to forestall by fleeing to Tarshish for for some reason, the hardest city in the world for me to pronounce, <laughs> you know, just know that you're gracious and compassionate. I love God's response to that little rant he has. He says, is it your right to be angry? Like, wow. Could you imagine that area where you're angry at God? What well, if God replied back to you and says, hey, that person that that you know, I'm blessing and pour this out on that you're frustrated and angry with now. you know That girl that now has a boyfriend, it looks like they might go the distance and get married, but you're still believing for a spouse or you're still believing, the person got financial breakthrough and you're still believing for your financial breakthrough and you're starting to get angry at God and you're starting to get frustrated at them and that justice-driven side's going a little too far, a little too fast. He says, is it your right to be angry? You know, I mean like that's a big thing. I want you I want you to ask yourself that question now, you know, this incredible man of faith. God doesn't answer with like, "Oh, wow. I'm so impressed with your faith, Jonah, that you knew me so well that you take actions." He's like, "No. Whoa, whoa. What right do you have to be angry at what I'm doing?" Right. Like that's an incredible thought. It's you crazy know.
0: stuff, dude. I didn't I didn't realize Jonah was uh so hard-headed that he wanted to uh go up against God like that. Um, you had mentioned right before we started recording the show that um, that Jonah had actually done something interesting when he was angry that a lot of us don't probably do when we are angry, and that was to pray. Um, I definitely, my first thought when I um, get frustrated about something, and I'm also like a very justice-driven person, and so when I see someone maybe moving forward in, in their um their job and i'm not or or whatever it is a, a drummer comes in who's unsaved and you know no. gets my spot or whatever not not even my spot but having that perspective um you know you can get angry there's a there's a thousand different ways um to get angry in this world and so um and just being you know having jealousy and all this stuff all that all those things run into your mind you're not you're you know it's not natural for the mind to immediately go to let me pray Come on. and and you know it takes strength to 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 guide your flesh in that direction, and that's why it's super important to be um, in charge of your flesh. You shouldn't ever let your flesh be leading you, and you should be leading your body and in um, your mind. And so, always being ready to um, be reminding yourself that I'm angry right now. I should um, I should fall on my knees and I should pray to God because He's the one that honestly, in the end can get me through whatever frustrations like you you don't want to fight like jonah here he's fighting god when he should be joining him <clears throat> to kind of fight this frustration that he's got going on in his heart um with nineveh and instead he's choosing to to, to butt heads with him and because uh, god's the one who gives us the strength to kind of see a different view or um fight off the lies that the enemy tries to bring to us you know
1: come on i feel like If you could relate Jonah to anybody in Star Wars, all right, like Jonah would almost have been a Jedi, but he would definitely would have become a stormtrooper because he lacks the focus that he needs to be able to carry out. See, God's in a marathon, he's not in a sprint. We're in a sprint, but God's in a marathon. He want, He's His will is that all men be saved. His will is that he will leave the 99 to get the one. He is going after every single person that his name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. He is going after his family. He is not going to relent. He is not going to stop. He is in a marathon, and he is saving his family, all right? But we are living in these, what, 80 years we're given, 90 years, 60 years, less for some. Yeah. You know, so he's, he's definitely in the long game, but we're in the short game. And the reason I say that is more like a stormtrooper is that he gets distracted by anything that goes on around him. He's having this emotional moment where he's angry at God. Well, then God does what? <clears throat> Simply changes the circumstances around him. Simply does one thing, gives him, makes the guy a glorified palm tree to sit underneath, to take the sun off his head for for a day. And it says, and Jonah was happy. Wow, that was it. Okay, you know, what's your palm tree? You know, and is God giving it to you? What's your shade? What's making you happy? And is God giving it to you?
0: And are you changing like a light switch when that gets taken away from you?
1: Yeah, and that's what's happening. Like some people I know, it's like, and this, this is kind of a crazy thought, but, oh, if they can just get around that person, they'll be happy. If they can just go get that drink, then they'll be happy. Right. If they can just smoke that weed, then they'll be happy. If they can just, you know, go to those websites, then they can be happy. And right. it's like, you know, luckily for Jonah, these were, were – um, this what was given to him was given to God, and, and it was good. But, man, it's, as humans, being circumstantial people – creations. Sometimes we fall into that, and notice how the the past examples I just gave were not good, and they're actually addictions, and they're actually things that will devour and destroy you. They'll destroy your marriage, they'll destroy your family, can destroy your career. Yeah, and it's all just if you took a step back and you said, "Whoa, I'm acting more like a stormtrooper than I am a Jedi." Notice stormtroopers never hit their targets. Name one person in all eight million Star Wars movies that have been killed by a stormtrooper's blast. Nobody, not Hans, not yeah. Leia, not not even big old Chewbacca got yeah. killed. How you not kill Bigfoot and you're a stormtrooper, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, why? It's because they didn't have focus. Yeah. They didn't have focus. And we, and we need that. And we need to say, hey, listen, as much as that that you know, that that weed or that beer might help me temporarily in the moment, which is probably a lie as well. Mm-hmm. It's not what I need. What I need is deeper. What I need is actually found not in the circumstances, but actually in the identity and in the relationship of who I am in and with Christ. So, and I want to encourage you guys with that today, that you can't pull your joy from this world. Your joy has got to be focused on who Jesus is. And Paul would unpack that in Colossians where he's like, he's like, man, you got to be heavenly minded, like set your mind on things above, not things below, because these things below here are temporary. Mm -hmm. He's like, and it isn't what going to, it isn't going to, it is not. What's going to fulfill you or sustain you? It was not what created you. So, if you lose a business account, if you get shot down for a date, if you get, you know, these things that are are temporary in our story, don't lose hope, you know, don't lose hope. Don't fill voids with different temporal things. Keep our minds on things above. And I'll give you a real life application real quick and then we'll kick it over to Nick to say something incredibly wise. So about 10 years ago, you know, we watched, uh, I watched a lot of people like, just like that God was doing some incredible stuff and there, some people were being generous and we were seeing breakthrough inside their generosity and their finances. And, and that's the way God works. It's a kingdom principle. It's in his word. And I love it. And and I was doing likewise, but I had about a quarter of a million dollars worth of debt. I had, I had debt that was like incredibly huge. It wasn't quite a quarter of a million, but it was a lot. It was a lot. It was close. And I kind of got to a Jonah moment. And I was like, Lord, I'm literally five days a week at the church. I'm literally being as generous as I can. I'm leading a Bible study and, and no breakthrough has come. But every time I turn around, praise report, Paid off my home of X amount. Paid off this, da, da, and yeah. all these numbers. I'm like, those numbers will work for me, God. Those numbers will work for me. Like, yeah. you know, and I know He's not a favor of men. He doesn't play favorites. The way He does for, a way He did for Elijah, He could do for you. And, um, but it took a little bit. But when my breakthrough came, it was my breakthrough. Yeah. You know, and it was for me. And the floodgates opened, and all of that debt got wiped out, and it was done supernaturally, and it was not able to be accomplished by my hand, and yeah. it was like, but the character that had to grow in me, to go from stormtrooper to Jedi, yeah. self-proclaimed Jedi. See, I think. Go ahead.
0: I think that that's there's a lot of power in in that, um, and not just looking at oh my gosh, I had to wait two years for my debt to be paid, or however long it is mm-hmm. for my debt to be paid off, um, but what I thought in that moment, I was like, you know obviously God operates outside of our time and everything that happens happens when it needs to happen so maybe if you had gotten that freedom that breakthrough two years sooner when you really wanted it you might have not been ready spiritually mentally whatever it was Mm -hmm. and it was well God was really setting you up for a a way bigger win you had a you, you not only found breakthrough in your in your debt but you also went from a stormtrooper to a jedi in that time there was refinement happening in that time like there's super super powerful words in just that alone of understanding that um it might not be that your breakthrough comes in your time but that's probably for a reason that god's trying to refine you he's trying to grow you he's trying to because you have to go through like I, I hear people make these examples all the time. When you're working out, you gotta you gotta break down your muscles to start growing. You yep. gotta uh, when you're making um, what's it called? Like swords, you're doing like or whatever. You're working with metal. You have to heat it up and then pound it. Heat it up, pound it that's to be good. able to melt, m- mend. M- what is the word? That I'm yeah, about? forge. Forge it. Yeah. Um. And and that's a process. It's not a fun process. It's not an easy process. Um. But it is going to bring you from point A to point B and you're going to be a different person and then you're going to find your breakthrough. So yeah, don't just so wait. Good. Don't just wait for your breakthrough and think, "Oh, I need my breakthrough right now." No, you probably need some other stuff first mm-hmm. that God's working on, and then He's He's gonna give you a breakthrough, and it's gonna be even better than what you could have had when you got break, breakthrough before the process. Yeah,
1: we had a we had an option in the natural, and the person was like, "Take a second mortgage on your house," and yada yada. Yeah, and it seemed good in the natural, but I had no peace, and I was like, "No, I, I believe God's got better for us. We're gonna hold tight." And we're now being on the other end of that decision. I am so glad we did not do. That. That and I, I have a rule. Switching gears now. I have a rule. If God says something once, I pay attention to it. If God says it twice, it's important. And right. if He says it three times, man, you better be, you yeah. better be on point with that. <laughs> but we have definitely a twicer, a uh, 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 twicer in this. He says to, to Jonah twice, "Is it your right to be angry?" He says it again at the end of the chapter. Yeah, and he's like, "Is it your right to be angry?" And I love that because. He is literally calling on you. Now, of course, Jonah is now at the self-absorbed point. It was like, I wish I was dead. Yeah. I just wish I was dead. This is just awful. And I believe now because of, of some of the things you've gone through in your life and you've stayed faithful to God that you're actually able to hold tight towards Another battle Another victory Because even now Still I'm walking Through some stuff With some people And it's not me directly and, and I thank God for that But you know One day it might be In a different arena But they, we're, we're believing For a person And I can look At my testimony And I can look at And you can look at your testimony and have this, see this verse 11 of how God is. And he says, should I not have concern for the great city of Nineveh? In which there are more than 120,000 people who cannot tell their right hand from their left, they're spiritually blind, is what he's saying. He's like, these people are lost without this, you know. So that person that's lost out there that you're praying for, you've been forged by God to have the faith to stand an in intercessory prayer, to be lifting them up, to know that God's will for them is good, to be believing for breakthrough, not just in your finances, but in your relationships and your friends' relationships, and not giving up. I mean, I, actually Nick is an incredible testimony with your dad on this. man, yeah. I remember when the the man, the the doctor's reports were thin, but Nick was like, nope. I am standing and I am not going to give that my father will live and not die. Mm-hmm. And it was powerful. It was powerful. And once you have that in you, then when people come to you and they're like, oh, I need prayer, you're able to help guide them through and be a companion and be a, a real friend through dark and troubling times. Why? Because we know God is good because Nineveh was an evil city. They were evil. They were not good on any level. I'm not going to pack how evil they were, but let's just say it was massively bad. And um, Jonah is 100% right to be justice driven. But I'm just glad that justice from God was poured out onto Jesus so grace can be poured out on us. Well, I tell you what, guys, we're going to wind up taking a break here. Uh, We'll be back and we'll close out the chapter. Yeah.
0: You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that
2: lasts. We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age, or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you and our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at
1: eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time?
2: Hercules and Atlas Fence owned and operated by Mike Green has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. kids. That's 321-453-5437.
0: Welcome back to the Morning Breath podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts.
1: Alright, as we close out Jonah 4 here, man, you cannot walk away this closing chapter of the book of Jonah without really circling back to that God is in the mix. He is in the picture. He is not a distant God that doesn't care. And his concern and his character are not based off your performance because who should have been the protagonist hero throughout this whole book was actually the one being the most disobedient to the direct words of the Lord, all right? Where the people who would receive grace and salvation and would receive mercy, I should say, were actually being, you know, Honestly, they were being the worst parts of humanity, and God had compassion for them. Yeah. God has compassion for you. And it has to translate to more than you. In Christianity, that's what happens. And that's why we say we die to ourselves and we are, you know, um, that we are crucified with Christ. That is, we are crucified with Christ because that old man is dead. We are new now in Christ Jesus. And with that being new, now that we've been made righteous, we have that same heart as God, that same compassion to people that are walking under the same prison. And don't know the right hand from the left they don't know the goodness of god and they won't receive salvation and it's our job to get that gospel to them and let's do that let's not be jonah's and run let's be that side of jonah that has faith in the character of our god and the love of our god and let's carry it out man i'll tell you what nick today's been a blast buddy yeah. so star uh, wars yeah be a jedi <laughs> love you guys see ya. bye
2: we hope you enjoyed today's episode of the morning breath podcast